Welcome to Think Through, Talk Through, where we believe everyone has the power to choose agency. Hi everyone, this is Kanye and Vera. And today we wanted to talk a little bit about grief in the time of the pandemic. We have previously spoken about grief, but that was more about grief right around a funeral and how we could support people who had just lost a loved one. But now we'd like to speak a little bit more about something called compound grief, where we ourselves are experiencing many losses and we hardly have time to grieve one loss before another loss gets put on top of that. And this might include uh, your job, that you've lost a job or you've lost a source of income or you've lost um, a social life. Many of us haven't seen some of our friends for a long time. Um, And then, of course, especially with the third wave, many of us actually have lost people that we love. I I know that for me, um, I struggle with um, not wanting to grieve right now because there are so many hits, um, whether it's, it's, it's work, it's income, it's the instability politically in the country. I mean, a lot has happened in South Africa alone in the last two months, and there was a lot of loss. Um, in different industries so it it feels like it's hard to tap into the loss because it keeps coming just when you think you you are dealing with you're grieving a a loss of a friend um, you get another phone call you know so there's a part of me that just wants to to pause and delay my grief um, and wait for everything to come almost like intentionally compound (laughs) the grief and that is unhealthy because what what will that look like for me in 2022? So so what do I need to do now um, to just start this process um, slowly so that it's not overwhelming, but also start it so that it's it won't consume me next year? I think we have to start with intentionally looking at what it is that we have lost and actually making a list of the different things and people that we have lost. And it, it might include resources. You know, if your shopping mall was looted, then you've lost the resources. Um, if something was stolen from you, then you've lost that specific object. Uh, if there are people who have died, then those are part of your list. But I think it is a good idea to actually sit down and make a list of all of the losses that we've had. I- Part of me just wants to start with the loss of people because it's it's the hardest one um, because when it hits you, it's it, there's this extreme pain, um, and then as time goes on, you have you have you have to make the decision: Am I going to to grieve this, or am I going to build a wall, or am I going to try and numb myself, or am I going to tap into my coping mechanisms? Um, so it's it's how do we start this? Um, I've lost a friend. Mm. Um, I'm at peace with where she is, but it hurts because I want to see them again. Um, I want them to be here, and and it's three weeks and they know where. Um, mm. And I just I don't want to deal with that. Mm. I, I think it's hard to to start with people. Um, You know, once you've made your list, it might be easier to start with something else. But I think that people is really, it's part of so many people's experience right now. And 
I think long term, if we don't actually try and cope with it now, then it's going to come again. It's going to come up again in the future. With every with every future loss, we will actually relive the loss of the people that we've had right now if we don't do something about our grief right now. And I think one of the things that we can do is to, to recognize that we, we don't want it to take over our lives, but we actually need to give some time to it. So if we allocate 30 minutes every day and intentionally unlock our hearts to say, you know, this, I'm letting out this grief right now and I am going to express it in whatever way I feel comfortable with. And that might be uh, listening to some music that you've really enjoyed with that friend or um, eating ice cream, the flavor that you both really enjoy or um, going to a specific place, a restaurant, and having a cup of coffee there because that's a place where you used to meet up. Or it could be something much more active. You could decide during that time that you were going to um, let yourself cry, that you were going to um, scream, shout, hit a pillow, do something with that, that grief that you have inside. Or it could be something that you, you, know, you decide to go for a walk or a run and just think of that person while you're busy doing it. So I think... I think it's there's such a variety of different things we could do, but it's about really thinking, what can I do to, yeah, about this specific person? How would I want to let that grief out and actually express it? And then at the end of that half an hour to, um, to say, okay, I've spent the half an hour on it. For now, I'm going to lock that person back into my heart and uh, close close it up and live and make the most of my life until I express my grief again the next day. Yeah, um, one of the ways that um, I've, I started my process is to welcome and acknowledge the memories when they, when they come in waves. You know, if I'm driving and my heart goes to a specific memory with this person, to actually like almost revel in it and, and be like, wow, okay, um, I, I, this is so fresh in my head. I had this moment. It was beautiful. Um, and just sit in there and try and almost trying to make it stay a bit longer. Um, and it's, it's like a visitation with that person in a way um, to appreciate those moments and, and make them a good space and not necessarily a painful um, mm -hmm. space. So it's, it's almost changing the narrative uh, and saying, oh, wow, okay, this was, this was good. I, 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 she's in my heart. You know, and this is my heart reminding me of this love that I had. Um, instead of saying, oh, this was taken away from me. Oh, I can't breathe. I can't, you know. So trying to start to change that narrative in my head to appreciate and honor the memories um, that will just come in waves and 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 all the things we did and, and even things that we said we were going to do, those conversations and saying, how can I honor stuff that we still wanted to do together? Um, yeah, so I think mm -hmm. that has helped me in in a way with my grief. Um, yeah, and 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 music, you know, music. There's something about music that just um, does something to the soul. So even if you have a specific song with that person, um, or a song that unlocks memories that you did something and a song like that was there or you danced to the song together, 
just having that song around and and attributing it to joy and happiness um and and changing it so that it's not just oh the song is makes me sad because um i lost this person yeah so it's 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 almost like a, a mindset like resetting and and being intentional mm-hmm. about changing specific memories so that they become um a joy um and an honor of 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 the person you've lost mm-hmm. i think along a similar train of thought um it's not just about memories, but about the fact that that person has actually changed you in some way and that they've had an influence on your life and celebrating the changes that you have experienced because of their influence. So you can also just have gratitude for the fact that they were in your life and that you you have been changed by them and you, you have loved them and you have had that experience of their friendship. Um, yeah, so I think it's about memories and about um, the gifts that they have given you in being in relationship with you. And, um, yeah, just really appreciating what maybe they've taught you something that you didn't know how to do before. Um, cook a specific dish or, or maybe use an app that you didn't know. So there are things to celebrate about your, your memories. Um, I was reading, I was reading something on Twitter and uh, someone was saying, can you guys please suggest the spot in Johannesburg where I can just go there and be able to just scream, you know, mm-hmm. like this is where we are as a people, you know, and, and then people came through and they're like, oh, if you go to the parking lot at this place, there's usually no one there. If you go <laughs> then there, you know, so, so things like that, where you, you do a proper yeah outward expression where you if you want to just have a, a proper wailing session and you just cry out you know and you scream out finding a spot like that where you can do that mm-hmm. to let it physically out of your body and out of your muscles and just scream that frustration mm-hmm. that hurt away so things like that are actually helpful and we do um, encourage them I do tend to scream and do things like that in the car when I'm driving, especially on the highway, because no one can hear me. Uh, so it's just like, really like, ah, you know, um, that is helpful for some of us who um, there's this agitation and frustration and anger um, with all the loss um, that we've experienced. So that is part of grief, as we all know, the, the five steps of grief. Um, so th- that, that helps several of them, actually. You could also scream into your pillow if you don't have a car or you can't find a space. So that's also a way of of letting it out without having um, people around you getting too worried. Yeah. I think um, other than, yeah, just reframing the memories, sometimes it's also about thinking about your expectations of the future and recognizing that those are some of the dreams that you have lost because they are not, they're not going to be able to share those with you. And you can put all of this into a letter to them um, or journal. We do want to encourage people to, um, to be intentional and start the process uh, of 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 their grieving in what and however small in whatever way that they want to, 
um, that you can at that moment uh, start doing that. And for some people, it is um, journaling or going through the pictures and making a montage. Um, but do it. it. It could be a phone call to a friend who also had the same relationship and just talking about that person and just loving and remembering together. Um, that is helpful um, because what we want is we don't want um, grieving to stunt some of the current relationships that you have um, because now you are holding back or you're starting to withdraw or you're getting into a depression um, that is deeper and it will be harder to get out of. So when you start taking those small steps, it allows you to come back to the fullness and rich, richness of life with those that are still left behind or those that are in your care um, and, and, and be able to focus on them again and bring them back in into your circle. So that's, that is why we, we are so keen to be part of the healing and bringing people into this grieving um, process and coming alongside you. You've been listening to Think Through, Talk Through. We've been doing the thinking and talking, and you've been doing the listening. But we'd really like to have more of a conversation, to find out your challenges, to hear more of your story. So why don't you contact us? Have a look at our website, tt-tt.co.za, and let's continue the conversation.